0: off, right? <laughs> uh, episode 163 of Divided by Werewolves. The first show of 2023. Also, my first show removed from Twitter. And goddamn, I did not realize how much during the day, if I just, like, had a minute or was waiting for something, I would just, like, pull my phone out and just start, like... Or, like, waiting for a loading screen while playing a game. Just pull my phone out and just... <laughs> It's been a journey. I started people watching today because I didn't have a.
1: Wait, so you're off Twitter?
0: Yeah, I. Uh, I, didn't I, I didn't delete. That. I didn't delete my account, so I posted New Year's Eve, and I just was like, I'm out. So, and it, the reason I didn't delete my account is that I don't want somebody else to come and take it. I would, yeah. you know. So I just basically like I'm leaving it stuff up for a little bit, and then I'm gonna go through and just basically delete all the tweets, and I'm only keeping it around to retweet for the podcast. Gotcha. Okay. But um, you know, and I just I did change my notifications so if somebody like added me and I you know I, I get a, I get an email so at least I could like yeah. respond and not sound like an asshole. But yeah, just kind of <laughs> like my daughter was like, "Why did you leave?" And I was like, "It had gotten to the point for me. It was like it was like a party where there's a couple of cool people you can hang out with, but most of the time." you're stuck know. talking to assholes. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, and and so, like, I mean, the people I care the most about, I made sure to get their phone number or, or like, a Discord, like, some other way to talk to them yeah. so that I don't have to do it that way. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. So, I mean, I just, like, this past week, I just found every time I kind of jumped on and started scrolling, I just felt like I was just, like, I just was not, thrilled with it. Yeah. I was just like this is just making me unhappy, so Gotcha. So we're start you know, trying to start the new year off in a better
1: place. Yeah, I just I, 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 I crutch Twitter for so many like keeping up with like movies and shit or like seeing seeing shit and stuff like that. Like
0: I know and that's my concern is like I do too and it's like I'm c i who knows, maybe it won't last. Maybe it won't. Maybe it's maybe it's just, just like I would need to come back and then just very aggressively prune my followers so that I'm not getting st- because it's not it's not necessary it's like and I don't want to spend too much time on this but it's like people bringing bad shit into my feed just to dunk on it and I'm like yeah. I don't want that if that that's not like I don't care that this dumb person just terrible person said this dumb thing like i'm just going to take that as a given that there's terrible people out there saying dumb things like you bringing it into my feed just to make just to show how better you are like i don't need that i don't want that so so it might it might be that that if i start to feel like i'm not yeah i don't have like a substitute for finding those type of things that what i do is i come back and i just i'm like people that are doing that i just unfollow them and i just start follow you know like really have just a more core group of more positively and i'm mm-hmm. not trying to like put my head in the sand but like I, I there's just so much shit i feel like gets brought in that i don't want to know about that it just, you know, as you're reading through it, it's just like how you get frustrated at times with like some of the horror or like super, like horror movie community, things like that. That it's just like, you know, yeah. you express liking something that people are like, oh, well, what about this? What about that? And you're like, yes. why do I want that negativity? I just want, like, and so that might end up being what it is. Who knows? We'll see. But yeah, gotcha. we're going this route for now. So. Gotcha. But for right now, the most important thing, our yeah. favorite. Episode of the year uh, is our. We're gonna talk about uh, kind of the favorite movies we watched this year, and this list is not complete. This is the list that we pared down to have a reasonable running time. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Uh, What a
1: fucking year! Like we got so spoiled this year. Yeah. I keep
0: saying that, but it's the truth. Like it's,
1: it's such a good year.
0: And the thing is, one of the things too that for me and and maybe this will change as it becomes more the norm but I you know I saw more movies in the theater this year um, than I have in previous years but it's still like I still just prefer to watch movies at home like I don't get me wrong like two of the movies on this list I saw an IMAX, and me to to see two movies in IMAX is a 200% increase in the number of movies I see in IMAX in any (laughs) given year. And they were amazing, and they sounded great. And I would argue that the two that I saw were best experienced in IMAX. Mm -hmm. I still, at the end of the day, would prefer to watch a movie at home, on my schedule, on my TV, even if it doesn't sound as good, even if it doesn't look as good. It's still... Like not having to worry about where to go or how to, you know, all that stuff. And I just, that's, I kind of thought as I started, I mean, I think part of the problem too is like when I saw like Wakanda Forever in the theater, not only was I not a fan of the movie, I had a pretty shitty theater going experience. And I don't know because that was the last thing I saw in the theater, if that's kind of what's sticking in my head, but it's like, you know, it's different when you're going a lot and then you have one bad one but when that's like right. one of the only ones you've gone to and people yeah. are being assholes then it just kind of takes away from it so but this episode is not about bad experiences at the theater or watching movies in general it's about our favorite experiences in like you said like and not even i mean horror was like super well represented this year mm-hmm. but there are also some fantastic kind of non horror movies that um that i watched and and just just as a um as a caveat, these are not movies that necessarily came out in two thousand twenty these are movies that we watched right. in two thousand twenty two because just like I'm super disappointed that I did not get decision to leave into my viewing rotation before the end of the year, yep same. because. I'm pretty sure it would be on the list. But I was like, well, this is Joy of Letterboxd. I can watch it tomorrow, and I can talk about it 12 months from now. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because I will remember. (laughs) (laughs) So you said you were at how many many first – 100 and – So
1: first-time watches on the year, I ended up at uh,
0: 110. Okay. And I think – let me see here if I can filter on first watched how do I do that uh, well, anyway, um hide rewatch films, okay, so for me, looks like I'm like an old person on Facebook two two hundred Jesus, <laughs> yeah.
1: That Two. was me last year, though. Last year, I think I ended up at, like, almost 200, like 170-something. But this year, like, I don't know.
0: Last year, I was 183. Yeah. This year, That's about 200. what I was last year. Yeah. 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 So, and so only 14 rewatches for me, which is pretty good. Oh, I have a
1: ton. I have a ton of rewatches. Like, I've, I, you know, there are certain things I just watch all the time. Yeah, like, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so let's get started um all right why don't you go first i'll go first all right um, and i'm doing that because it's harder yeah i know (laughs) thanks (laughs) at least i'm honest i'm not like oh my esteemed colleague whose 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 opinion i cherish i'm just like fuck that i can't pick
1: (laughs) right uh so 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 like we said um this is very pared down from an amazing year. Yes, up. but I'm going to start with, uh, and I have a lot of, um, a lot of mine are the are like Shutter hotness. Yeah, yeah. Because it was a great fucking year for Shutter. Also, yes. And, like, and just like you, and I know all these would be horror, but a good number of mine are. Um, but I'm going to start with Mad
0: God. Yes, um, my man. Uh, all right, take that off the list.
1: Phil Tippett's um,
0: Magnum Opus. Yeah, just man,
1: just. Not only was it like just a, a spectacle, like to witness, mm-hmm. but the just thinking about the amount of work that went into it the stop motion, uh, yeah. amazing, uh, uh, just yeah, ma- exactly, magnum opus, like incredible amount of work went into this thing, and it's uh, it's insane, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> like it's like a
0: tool video. Like, <laughs> no compression socks, though.
1: Right, like it, 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 so. It's like it's more of like a journey. Like it's like it's not like you're watching a movie. It's like you're going on a journey. Like just through this. Like and, and like the genius behind it. Like yeah. the uh, you know the the set pieces and, the, mm-hmm. and what happens from one moment to the next. It's absolutely incredible. Yeah. And, and
0: the way things cycle back on each other too. Yes. Yep. Um, you know, that's the thing I think that, you know, as you're kind of like rewatch watching and then rewatching is, you know, you'll see and that that's by design, you know, not just like imagery, but also like literally like the journey this person takes that then ends up becoming, you know, the, the, the their end point becomes the beginning of a very similar yes. journey, yep. you know, further on and whatnot. Yep. Yeah. I mean, when you consider you spent, what, 25 years, yeah. you know, doing it, it's like you, you can see kind of why that is, um, but yeah, I mean, just, just, I mean, a testament to, you know, what someone with a very well-defined vision, the patience and the talent to, uh, you know, to put it together, and then, of course, a studio willing to, yeah. um, you know, kind That's of exact, allow yeah. it, you know, distribute, yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's a,
1: it's one of my favorite releases um, on Blue for the year too. There's like some bonus stuff and this and that. Like it's it's, I was very glad that it got a, a, a physical release, uh, mm-hmm. and I was very glad that it had bonus features because it's like it's not a lot, but you know, yeah. I just that just that being in that world,
0: you know, yeah, for a little bit more like was so worth it to me to buy the yeah. Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah, um, awesome. Um, okay, so, so for for me and, and some of these are I guess are gonna be somewhat chronologically. I mean the thing is at the beginning of the the year, you know, is when the Oscar stuff starts to drop. So I mm-hmm. you, uh, you know, I kinda of start looking at stuff from the Oscar perspective and this was this was a movie that I loved when I watched it. I loved it so much that I uh watched the original movie and then bought and read the book. Um and that is nope. uh Nightmare Alley. Nightmare Alley. Um <laughs> So, you know, Guillermo del Toro's um Oscar nominated film um you know about a small town uh carney worker who then has dreams of of stardom and and through uh feeling that he can you know, he's learned so much as a as kind of a natural uh, you know, huckster is able to outmaneuver and outmanipulate everyone to get what he wants, but ultimately finds that he might not be as good at it as he thinks he is. Um, Bradley Cooper was absolutely fantastic in it. Um, And, you know, for, for a movie, you know, when you look at both Nightmare Alley and and Pinocchio, which was also amazing this year, although that, that's not on my list, but it, it was still amazing. Um, You know, seeing Del Toro kind of pull a little bit away from the super, uh, you know, kind of horror elements of, of something like, you know, that he, you know, the work that he's done in the past or, or like even, even something supernatural like, um, uh, the, oh shit, what's the one, the Shape of Water? Um, yeah. Uh, but, you know, for him to take a noir, like Nightmare Alley, but still infuse it with that kind of very nightmarish, uh, qualities was, was great. Um, yeah. And, and then on top of that, you know, for it to kind of take me on this journey of, you know, the original film yeah. um, and then the book and, and seeing, you know, where the different filmmakers chose to pick and choose from it really was, was just a cool, you know, it was just, it was, it was really an exciting journey for me to take that I, I would never have done had I not watched this film.
1: Yeah, it, it it's one of those things where I should just accept the fact that if like something is on the criterion list, it's probably worth my attention. Yeah. Uh and and so, you know, I watched the um so I ended up watching the original on I so I had both of these. I had Nightmare Alley times 2 on my list. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> because I liked both so much. Yeah. But but watching the original on I think I found it on like YouTube. Yeah, like, me too. And it had the whole movie. So yep. I watched it. I watched it at work. I thought, man, that was fucking great. And then and then watching. Obviously, I watched the, you know, the new one because of uh, Del Toro, because he's one of my favorite directors. Um, and it was so good. And like, I have the book, but I've not got I just haven't read it yet. I'm so yeah. slow at reading and stuff. Uh, but but I, I, I bought it. I just haven't I haven't gotten to it. But yeah, 100 yeah, percent. This is on my list. Bradley Cooper was great. Uh, just, yeah, fantastic movie. Yeah, I. That's literally the first thing I had on my list. It's like you know, kind of doing it chronologically. Mind you, of, <laughs> so I started the year off, and yeah. I was like, "Man, I should have known then." Like, Jesus, what a fucking year this is going to be. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, next for me, uh, I have, and uh, you know, this like we said, no particular order. Um, I'm going to do um, the Northman. it's <laughs> just uh,
0: like get back. Like <laughs> you should do the Northman next.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, for whatever reason, uh, I don't, I think we didn't do this one on the show. Um, I don't remember. We didn't. And I just think, I just think there was other stuff, you know, for those couple of weeks, whatever it is, because that happens sometimes, you know. I think
0: sometimes we see things so much apart that we just forget, oh, yeah, shit, I watched that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But the uh, Robert Eggers um, Hotness this year, and it was absolutely the hotness. It was an amazing fucking movie. Yeah. It, uh, you know, you know, it it, it sparked an, an interest in like Viking shit for me for a while. So much mm-hmm. so that I started I played a hundred hours of fucking yep. Assassin's Creed Valhalla because of it. Um, but man, you know, and and, and it's probably his most straightforward. Film, Absolutely, yeah. Um, which is not a bad thing, no. Uh, because uh, you know, it, it, for what it lacked in like you know uh, depth or not depth, not that's the bad, but but what for what it lacked in like you know. Uh, complexity it more than made up uh for it with just the scope and yep. and you know the, sh- the the way it was shot mm-hmm. and like these these sprawling uh gorgeous you know set pieces and and, mm-hmm. and imagery and stuff like it's just it's just a straight up fucking you know viking um uh revenge kind of tale uh, yep and you know it is what it is but man if i fuck if i didn't love it like i it,
0: yeah, it was it was really well done, and like you said, I mean, you know, when you when you consider something like The Witch or even The Lighthouse, where you're like, "Why well, do I don't what what the fuck am I watching right now?" You know, right. like you said, for for an Eggers film, it, it is very straightforward, but that doesn't mean that it it's bad or there's a you know any less um, you know, um, uh, what's the word like impressive with right. you know what 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 he was able to pull off. It just wasn't you know as it wasn't a movie that necessarily um, required you to th- be like, oh, like, not to say that it wasn't open for interpretation, but, I mean, like, his stuff in the past is kind of, like, had that, that oh, feel to it. Yeah. And this was way more straightforward. You kind of knew what you were getting, but what you yeah. got was fantastic. Yep. All right. Um, so I'm going to do – this was – oh, Okay. Um, right, I'm going to do this was a a little known movie uh, when it came out at the time I believe it's now on um, Netflix and I highly recommend it Um, and that is Emily the Criminal Um, oh nice so Aubrey Plaza doing uh, a very kind of I wouldn't uh, uh, kind of what we're somewhat used to for her in terms of some kind of snarky and disaffected but also like a, a real bit of an edge to her um she plays this young woman emily who's basically you know kind of dropped out of school has like a shit ton of student loans she's trying to make ends meet and gets roped into um this um scam uh actually and, and the guy who brings her in is juice from um sons of anarchy um, Nice. And he was amazing. I know I forget the actor's name, but basically, it, it all has to do with like using um, fake credit cards to buy items, you know, like a like a TV at Walmart, and then returning it and kind of getting money back and that type of thing. And and the way in which she gets kind of brought into this world and then decides to try to branch out on her own and make some mistakes along the way was was really well done. And it was a uh, very small film, um, you know, small cast, uh, very tight. Uh, tightly shot and and you know meant to just kind of you know sometimes when we have these like movies that portray like the seedy underbelly it's like very sprawling and that's not what this is at all but it's not really meant to be but but it was it was really well done she was absolutely phenomenal um, because on the one hand you kind of are like well I don't know if I'm supposed to be sympathetic towards her because you know you're like well it's a victimless crime who gives a shit if Walmart loses two grand on the TV right Mm-hmm. when she's, like, swimming in student loan debt. You know, but at the same time, you're also, like, well, I mean, she is doing stuff illegally, so how how much sympathy are we supposed to have, kind of, for her as when things start to go sideways? But just just a really well-done film. Highly recommend it.
1: Yeah, I, I, that one's on my list. I haven't I actually haven't seen it yet. Um, I did see it on Netflix the other day. I was like, I need to watch that shit. I still yeah. haven't seen it. So, yeah, for sure, looking forward to that. All right, uh, so next, I'm going to do... Um, uh, again going back to shutter big gear for shutter um i just remember and and this one maybe you know maybe isn't as good like just based on its own merits as it just was like the my um experience with it
2: mm-hmm. you know
1: i got home from work and it was it came out on a friday uh and, I'm a, and it, uh, this is vhs 99 mm-hmm. uh, i had such a fucking blast with this movie uh so I, you know i put it on after work i think i had a shitty day and I just I love the series so much because, you know, it, it while like not every segment always hits, I'm such a fucking sucker for um a horror anthology. Yeah. And and I love you know the guys uh who keep putting these VHS movies out because, you know, uh, they they're keeping that thing alive, you know, that, right. that that you know, like the tales from the crypt, the uh the horror, you know, anthology um they just, there's such a love for it there. And, and these movies, um, they're just, man, it's, they're just so much fun. And this Mm -hmm. one, you know, even more so than whatever the one last year with 83 or whatever it was last year. Like this one was just for me, like almost every segment was a banger. Like it's just, you know, like 80, 83 or whatever it was like that. It was good, you know, and and Timo's segment was amazing. Um, but, but this one was just like every one I thought was fun And, and I had a really good time with it. Um, and, I'm, you know, I'm excited, you know, for the next one. Obviously, they've announced another one already. And the people yep. that are, you know, involved with the next one, I, I'm really excited for. But, uh, but yeah, it's just, you know, it's just one of those things. Uh, it, it just was a, a great day. Like, and, you know, like it, it being set in 99, you know, it, it, the 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 aesthetic and the mm. the clothing and, the you know, the kid, like, trying to figure out the Internet so they could spy on the yes. girl next door. Right, or yeah. Like, it's just, it was just – it just took me back. Yeah. So, and it did such a good job with with sticking
0: with kind of that uh that vibe or whatever. Um, yeah.
1: But I really enjoyed it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I agree. Um okay, so for me the next one I'm gonna do is um You Won't Be Alone. So mm. this was um a horror movie uh that written and directed by Goren Stolevsky. Um so basically set in in uh nineteenth century I guess it's uh, like Macedonia. Um, this little girl's kidnapped, turned into a a witch, but then the, the, the movie and Numi Rapace did so much yes. heavy lifting in this film. Yep. But basically, you know, this this witch is is essentially transforming herself into different people, so you know, a kid or a man or a woman, and and watching these different actors and actresses. Inhabit like this character that is basically like watching Numi repace like the scene when when she's hanging out with the other women and they're laughing and she doesn't know why they're laughing so she just like makes a noise like what she thinks is laughing yes. and they're all just kind of looking at her like what the fuck and then you see her later <laughs> on like right. kind of practicing like 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 just this idea of this outsider coming in to try to figure out what it means to be human. Um, but then also having some seriously kind of twisted stuff, in it was just absolutely fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, it was like
1: it was such a. So I had watched, um, and it didn't make the list. It initially did, and I had mm-hmm. to. I was like, Jesus Christ, we're going to be here for three hours. So I had to pair. But the uh, the Woodlands Dark and Days Bewitched documentary. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Same which thing. Yeah. So
1: fucking good. And so I got super into like folk horror this year, like early on this year. And, and this one hit, like at the perfect time. Yes. Uh, and, and yeah, I, I absolutely fucking loved it too. Yeah. All right. So next for me, I'm, you know, I'm going to do this one. Uh, I'm kind of going off my chronological thing here, but, uh, uh, this was kind of another one that, you know, is just the experience. Uh, when I got, I got off, it it dropped on like a Friday and shit. And I got off work and I like, I couldn't wait to get home and watch it now. And the new Hellraiser, Mm uh, I absolutely love this movie. Uh, I really want to rewatch it. And yeah. I haven't yet. Um, I need to, I was hoping it would get like a physical release and I, I still, I'm holding out hope that it does, but, yeah. uh, but, uh, man, it, it, you know, David Bruckner is one of my favorite directors. Uh, you know, a couple of years ago, um, Oh fuck. What was the name of that movie? The ritual was my favorite yeah. fucking movie of the year. uh, And I was so fucking stoked that he was getting to do a Hellraiser uh, Mm -hmm. because I, I mean, I love Hellraiser. Like, yeah, it's one of those series where I know, like, you know, people like shit on a lot of the uh, direct video sequels and stuff. Um, And I, you know, and some of them aren't good. You know, they they get shit on um, for a reason. But it's still, it's like, it's like Texas Chainsaw. It's just one of those things where like I can't help it. I get really excited when there's a new one. Yeah, and I find at least something to take away from all of them. There, I'm like, wasn't so bad. Like, I kind of like that. Right. Uh, and and you know it it, it my my you know it, I like that it was um, a reboot only in that it was a new Hellraiser like it didn't try to remake the first one it didn't like try to reinvent the wheel with the with the series right. it kind of just took you know he kind of picked and 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 choose what was um, you know the good stuff from from. The mythos and and told his own story, uh, and um, female pinhead was uh fucking badass. I'm like yeah. I really liked the look of the Cenobites. I liked the uh, I you know I missed the black leather, um, but I liked you know that uh, he kind of you know took it in a different direction and stuff like that. And it was super interesting to see kind of you know what he he what he liked about the series and and uh, the choices that he made were were at least interesting if nothing else. So uh, right yeah I had a really good time with it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, and I, I kind of like, you know, it's like for me, it's like what I think you, you, part of the reason you want a physical, I know for me anyway, would be to get a, um, uh, like a feature on how did they make the set, like the design of the set, mm-hmm. like because so much of it is like you just don't get such a good look at them, and, and that's on purpose. You want something where you could be like. Here's a makeup test. Here's a where you can kind of see it all in, in, like, full detail, even if that means that, you know, it's not quite as good because it's not meant to be viewed that way. But, like, the design for some of them was just, like, the guy whose skin was stretched out, and they, they wrote the, yeah. the names of the special effects crew, like, on his skin. it's, like, that, that's the type of stuff that you want, you know, you want more info on um, to be able to see. <clears throat> But, yeah, no, it was it was definitely it was definitely fun to watch. So so I'm going to go in a similar vein, and I know you didn't like this one as much in part because it wasn't anything necessarily new to you, but for me, yeah, I mean, me neither, but it was still kind of cool to see, and that was a, kind of a fr- Friday Hulu drop, and that was Prey. Um, it's on my list. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, you know, once you kind of got past the internet going, oh, a Predator movie set in, and you're just like, Dark Horse <laughs> right. did it. A yeah. long time ago. Yeah. Also, we, we knew that the Predators had been there because he fucking right. throws them the gun at the end of Predator 2. Right. You know, once you... kind of, And then, of course, you know, some of the... Uh, you know, kind of the... When you go and you re- re-watch Predator and you see all those amazing practical effects um, and then kind of yeah. this relying Stella, uh, you know, on the digital. But still, you know, fantastic story. Very well told super immersive um you know you you really you learn to like um you know the 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 protagonist there and her brother uh kind of their journey through this whole thing you 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 fucking the 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 way they use language like them not ever showing subtitles for the french uh canadian trappers to show Mm -hmm. like you don't know what they're saying. She doesn't know what they're saying. She shouldn't know what they're saying. So why should you as a viewer know what they're just, just little touches like that. And then just the way in which the predator just fucking annihilates these people. And, and, oh, and how, so you know, her and her brother kind of learn by watching how the technology works and turning it against them. was just really yep. well done. Yep. Totally agree. Yeah.
1: You know, it, yeah, uh, I, you know, like, I, like I said, it's on my list. It, it, it but you're right. Like for me, it's like, yeah, this is a new thing new for me. Like I've been reading these comics since the fucking nineties, but yeah. Um, but man, yeah, it was, you know, and then, yeah, the, the reliance on CG, which I get it's, it's 20,000, yeah. you know, it's 2022, bro. Like that's going to happen. You know? Right. Um, but yeah, it was a great movie. All right. Uh, so next for me, I'm going to do, uh, one that I, I think we got a screener for it. I can't remember for sure. um, but I know it hit Shutter, and that's uh, what Josiah saw.
0: Okay. And yes. Uh, I, think, I think we got a screener for that. I, I think we did too. I think we did too. Yeah. Uh, but man, Jesus, <laughs> when you talk about a
1: fucking <laughs> good god, something that sticks with you for a while, bro. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, and I, I absolutely got a screener for it because I remember reading the description, and I was I thought yeah, I was all movie. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, so this is about some people who reconvened a house. Uh, That's and I'm right. they there like, wait, uh, am I watching the right shit? Right. It, like, <laughs> ain't none of that happening. Like, <laughs> but uh, man, Jesus, it's just one of those things. It's one of those things where it's like, when it's over, you just sit there and you're just like, fuck. yeah, because the way it hits you at and, the and end, my God, you're, you're yeah. just
0: like, oh fuck, yeah, like- exactly. Like for
1: for for as many amazing things as I saw this year, this probably was one that was just like that last like gut punch fucking like thing at the end. You're just like, Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and this was that one this year, you know, it was like, it was so good. Uh, it, 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 you know, Robert Patrick was amazing. Everybody. In it was fantastic. Yeah. And it's one of those things where you think, you think one thing's happening and then you think there's something else happening and you're like, Oh, so it's this. And then, and yeah. then it gets to that ending and you're just like, Oh God, Jesus. Yeah. like. <laughs> It uh and so like, I literally remember like I literally tweeted the word fuck. Yeah. And then hashtag what just I saw and the director retweeted me and I was like oh.
2: <laughs> So he knows. Yeah, is <laughs> he he's, he's <laughs> like, Yeah, yeah, that yeah, is the correct he's like, I agree. And I did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that is the correct response. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: And I've I've done nothing to sell the movie for anyone who hasn't seen it. Um it, it it's You know, just watch it. That's all I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Super fucked up.
0: Yeah. It's, it's best. It's, 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 it's absolutely best left. Like you kind of go and go in cold and then, you know, as you're watching it, because it changes so much, it's almost like it's two different films.
1: It really is. It almost plays like an anthology as it goes through, you know, each kid's life where they are now and then tells you kind of some backstory and stuff like that. You know later um but why they why they end up coming back together and and you know that stuff like like literally the the description i read it comes in what well, i don't know almost like an hour and a half into it like yeah you know it's going through their stories as to how where they are now and like you know it even the ones who are like super fucked up like it makes you care about all of them yeah know, for different even the 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 brother who's like the fuck nick, up nick stahl
2: yeah, fantastic like, even, performance. Yeah, by him,
1: absolutely. By the way, but even him, like he's supposed to be the fuck up, and like you end up caring for because like he's he's a, a piece of shit, but he's still like, tr- right. like you know trying to do good, even right. being a piece of shit. So, right. so yep, yep. Just a fantastic movie.
0: Yep. Um, okay, so next one for me. This is another one that I, I watch because um, uh, of the Oscars. Uh, and it ended up being an absolutely phenomenal film, um, and that is um, Coda. Um, mm, I haven't seen it. So Coda stands for uh, Child of Death, Adult, and so it's a, the story of this young young girl who um, her parents, uh, Marley Matlin is is her mom. I forget the actor that plays her father, but basically. Um, you know they live in this uh kind of New England town and they're their her parents her, her her mom's deaf her brother's deaf her father's deaf she's the only kind of hearing uh person in the family they own like a fish uh, fisherman company and and they're they're kind of struggling with kind of getting forced out by some of these larger um and she wants to go off to school but because She's the only one who can kind of hear and speak. They they kind of rely on her to be the liaison between her and the folks that like buy the fish from them and that type of thing. And so that struggle of her wanting to kind of grow and get she's getting in a relationship. And there's this hilarious scene where she comes home with her boyfriend because she's she's learning. um It's either art or it's uh Acting, she gets taken under the wing of this guy who's teaching her um, acting, mm-hmm. or, or it might be singing—I forget—and um, there's like some tension there because he's like, "You need to be here on time," and she's you know and then when her parents come to like watch her perform like they can't hear anything so they're just like yeah whatever but there's a scene where she brings her boyfriend home and her parents are are fucking in the next room but because they're deaf they can't hear how loud they are <laughs> so she's just like oh and, and they're just going at it like <laughs> and she's just like oh my god like i cannot believe that this is happening but um yeah, it was singing. That's what it was. Yeah, she she had joined the the chorus and 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 was uh, he he had kind of music teacher had kind of taken uh, her under his wing, um, and her parents were just kind of like I whatever. But it was just a really well done film, very heartfelt, lot uh, and extremely well acted. It deserved uh, all the awards that it got.
1: So I, I definitely want to watch it. I, I remember reading about it, but I just haven't. It's one of those things. I, my my, my ever-expanding list of movies that I've just not gotten to yet is right. ridiculous. Right. Um, Alright, so uh, next for me, I'll do um, one that kind of surprised me, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I was initially um, uh, mad about it uh, because when I went to see Halloween Ends uh, mm-hmm. they, this is Black Phone. Uh, oh, okay. I, I went to the theater to see Halloween Ends with Tommy and and i sat there and they showed the trailer for the mm-hmm. black phone and i was like i just watched that entire movie right like in 3 minutes like right. it, it, blumhouse does this shit and it right. irritates the piss out of me like i hate it so much because like they, they did it with their shitty black christmas remake too yeah you know they give the goddamn twist away in the fucking right. trailer right but uh, but black phone despite you know me feeling like i'd already seen the movie uh from the trailer like it's still I thought was just fantastic. Uh more so like for the the little girl. Like I yeah. I, I didn't look her name up, but she was fucking great. Yeah. Uh, this movie um you know, uh it, it you kind of know what you're getting right off the bat and I, you know and and not taking away from um oh shit, what's his name? Uh
0: Oh, um the uh, grabber.
1: Fuck, I can't oh, think of uh, nothing yeah. Nothing Taking nothing away from him. He was fucking scary as fuck. Like, don't get me wrong. Um, but we talked about it, you know, when, when we did the episode about it, where I was like, well, I mean, more of like the most disturbing shit he doesn't do in the movie. He's yeah. already done. Right. Uh, but still, like, you know, when he's, uh, when the dead kids are telling, telling Finn or whatever that, mm-hmm. you know... Uh, yo, he's up there waiting for you to try to get out. He lives Right, and then they show him, like, at the top, sitting and at the top of the He's fucking
0: sitting there. Yeah. Like,
1: oh my God. Yeah. Uh, and this movie, you know, it, it was so good that, you know, I, I, uh, bought the book that the short story's in and I read the short story. Um, uh, mm-hmm. and this movie did. Uh, it, now, you know, he's just knowing that somebody read this story and was like, yo, that was really good. I want to make it into a movie. Like, Scott Derrickson was like, I want to make this into a movie. Um, but it, it's going to need to be stretched out. And the decisions that he made to flesh the story out and to flesh this world out, like, were fucking genius. Like, yeah. you know, and uh, I've seen it now because like, Katie wanted to watch it. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so I've seen it probably four times this year. Okay. And, man, it's the, every time every time there are certain parts that just hit and they're just like, cause there's one particular, uh, sequence with the, with the alcoholic dad. And yeah. It's just, it's fucking brutal to watch because you love these kids so much. Yeah. And, and you want to hate him, but at the same time, like I understand why yeah. he you know is the way he is because he's gone through, uh, he went through some horrible stuff with their mom and like right. he, you know, it's, it's, he's not a good person, but, um, but you kind of, you're at least a little sympathetic towards him. And I think yeah. that's important also. Um, and yeah, man, when you talk about like, it's, you know, the, the subject matter is as fucked up as it is with dead kids and whatnot. But man, like for, for the, the world building that, that Scott Derrickson did with this movie was just like, it, it was very important. Like you needed to care about these people. And I think he fucking nailed it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. um, all right. So next one for me. This one was a fun one, and the reason it's the reason it's on here, and it's because, um, and that is the unbearable weight of massive mm-hmm. talent. Mm-hmm. So you know, you know, Nick Cage has been very open about the fact that he he just works, he works and works and works. He's got debts. He's going to be in movies. So. You know, the reality is you don't know which Nick Cage you're going to get. And he's been in all sorts of crazy (laughs) shit that you're just like, okay. So, I mean, it could be something like Pig, which is just this very Mm -hmm. extremely well done, you know, movie that reminds you that this... Nick Cage is an Oscar winner, and there's a reason why. But then you get that shitty movie where he's got the bomb on his balls. And it's like <laughs> yeah. Prisoner of the Ghost Land. And you're just like, right. God, you know. Or you know, yeah, or, you know, there's so many movies that want the unhinged Nick Cage. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and there's something like Mom and Dad, it works. But then other stuff it doesn't. And then you get this movie that is it would not have worked if nick cage was not just 100% on board and kind of understands that this movie is successful because there is the nick cage like persona uh, of what people expect nicolas cage the person is like and and that is in and of itself a character and so he gets invited by pedro pascal to kind of come to this guy's uh, you know, villa and 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 just basically be there for his birthday, but unbeknownst to him, he's like an arms dealer being investigated by the CIA, and just extremely well done, very well acted, very funny, and all works yeah. because of how all in um, Nicholas Cage was in the making the movie, and if he if he if he hadn't have approached it with his you know, I mean, he he gives everything when he's in these movies. It's just that yeah. sometimes they're just such shitty movies that he, you know <laughs> what I mean. Him giving everything, or giving, I guess, what the director or the writer wants is just not enough. And this was absolutely like giving people what they want. Giving, 100%. you know, but but then also still there were some really good moments, like with his wife and it his was, daughter and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah.
1: It, it 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 was. I I, I knew I was I. I mean, I didn't know
0: I, cause it's Nicholas Cage.
1: So I, I never know. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I assumed I'd, I would enjoy it, but man, I was not prepared for how fucking adorably funny this movie. was. Yeah. 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 Nice. <laughs> so that didn't, that didn't make my list, but I, I absolutely love that movie. Uh, so next for me, I'll do, um, ones I don't think it's probably on yours. And this is another one, uh, where it was just the experience. So I went, uh, I went to Atlanta, uh, to a venue I'd never been to before. Uh, with Gene and uh, Kevin Smith did the convenience tour this year. Mm-hmm. And he, he played Clerks 3 um, for for audiences and then did the Q&A after. And uh, Clerks 3 was, you know, I love both Clerks movies. And, and so I was so excited for this one. Um, mm-hmm. I'm so glad he got to do it. Because, you know, like, you know, I'm a Cle- I'm obviously a Kevin Smith, like Stan. Like, I, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've grown up so to speak, watching his stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and so like for this one to have been kind of, you know, following these characters for as long as I have, you know, I, you almost feel like you know them. Right. Yeah. And so now we're getting older, you know, and, and the way clerks three played out, you know, with, uh, with Dante and and Randall and like, you know, I, you know, I have those relationships with like, you know, friends that I've known at this point, you know, that I've known since I was in my twenties. And now that I'm not in my twenties, uh, you know, just just watching these characters progress and, and where they've ended up and, and their friendship and stuff like it's man, it just really fucking hit. Uh it hit hard, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Like I was sitting there I was sitting there bawling by the end of it. And then the motherfuckers like turned the lights on and I was just sitting there like, No, don't look at me like
2: yeah <laughs> like, like,
1: <laughs> it, it just it fucking wrecked me by the end. Um, yeah. And I've seen it uh Twice since that first, since that theater experience, but uh, it was, it was, you know, it was that Kevin Smith brand of humor, like you either love it or you don't, man. And I was right. fucking dying, like Elias, like becoming uh, you know, uh, a the, Satanist, the and, vampire like, goth, yeah, man. whatever, yeah, it was so good, like the kite thing I thought was stupid as fuck, like I don't know why you kept going back to this kite joke, yeah, but. But outside of that, man, I, like I think Elias really carried this movie, which I, you know, and and I sh- I say I'm surprised and I shouldn't be because, and I, I don't know the actor's name, I, I, but I just call him Elias, mm-hmm. uh, because he he absolutely made Clerks too. Also, like right. he was my favorite part of Clarks too, and so, um, you know, but just like the, the the way that people always come back for Kevin Smith for these movies, you know, even if it's a cameo, because fucking uh, Ethan Suppley's cameo in in this movie was one of my favorite fucking things all year. You mm-hmm. know, like, and even Kevin Smith after the movie, he was like, yo, what I learned from showing this movie however many times I've seen it now is that I need to do a fucking uh, Ethan Subley, uh Danny <laughs> Trejo buddy cop movie. Because like, he's like the audience reactions to, the, to that those cameos are like the loudest fucking reactions I get out of this whole thing. Right. Like, yeah, uh, they were fucking great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fucking great movie. Bawled my fucking eyes out by the end. Of. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: Uh, okay, uh, so for me, this one uh, was again one of two Colin Farrell movies on my list. I'm so glad Colin Farrell did not turn into Man. the kind of bad what boy a... action movie yeah. star they wanted him to be. Same. Um, and so this this first one is um, after Yang. Uh, so mm. basically, kind of set in the in the future. Uh, un- kind of specified time in the future and 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 basically it's about a family who kind of relied on this um an ai helper named yang uh this is essentially a a robot um and how that affects their family especially their young daughter and you kind of realize you know as the movie goes on um that how much they were essentially um you know, Colin Farrell was 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 letting Yang. It wasn't just so much that he was like letting Yang raise his his daughter and things like that, but it's just like letting life kind of pass by because of he had a, a like this robot helper that was essentially kind of doing everything for him, um, and then just like kind of the way that he then reconnects with his his wife and, and just kind of learning how to be a family and had to be a person but yet at the same time managing you know a very real sense of grief that his daughter had because her essentially best friend was was now dead um it was just really really well done that's another
1: one i i it's been on my list forever and i and i see it on the plex and i'm like i need to watch that and i just haven't gotten to it yeah but i'm with you like i this was a I didn't see that one, but man, like, I watched, uh, I rewatched the Fright Night remake. Like, I had a a few things that I saw Colin Farrell in this year, and I was like, God, I missed that dude. Yeah. I need to, like, I need to be, like, more, like, you know, I need to keep up with that guy more because he's fucking great. Yeah. (laughs) It's one of those kind of things. All right. uh, So, next for me, um, let me see. I'm sorry, I put my phone down. And it's not. This, I hate iPhones, man. Uh, Alright, so... <laughs> oh, my God. I just, I just hate this fucking thing. Alright, so next for me, I'm going to do... I'll, you know what? I'll do this one. Um, this one was one of the only movies. I think I saw two movies in the theater this year. I'm kind of like you. I'd rather watch it at home. <clears throat> but um, uh, this one's the new uh, Jordan Peele. Nope. Yep. Uh, you know? And, and it's weird because it's it's, it's kind of his Jaws yeah, um, uh, but the you know the it wasn't necessarily like the horror, so to speak, aspect that I really kind of grasped onto. It was just the characters. Yeah, you know, I thought everybody in this movie was amazing. Uh, yeah, I love Daniel Kaluuya, uh, and he was fucking great in this movie. Yeah, um, it had probably my favorite, literally my favorite sequence uh, of the entire year. Uh, was when he's in the van yep. and, and the alien the, the hey, thing yep. comes and he's like, nope. nope. Yep. <laughs> 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 I yeah.
0: love
1: that that's the name of the movie. I love that scene so much. It's the most real shit that I saw. Yeah,
2: <laughs>
0: like, 100%. Know, yeah.
1: Uh, and man, Gordy's Home was the single most unnerving fucking thing yep. I saw by far this year. As many as many fucked up movies as you watched if you'd have told me you know, in twenty twenty one, that next year, like the most uneasy you're going to be is is going to be a fucking chimp. Yeah, I'd been mean, like you're an idiot. But goddamn, if it wasn't, you know, like you know, kind of, it, it, kind of. Um, I love where it went. I love the whole like a uh, um oh uh, the Stephen uh, Young or Yun yep. whatever it, yeah that whole like shtick you know, yep. for him and and you know all that shit, and then like once you get the reveal of that it's not that there's something in the cloud, right? Uh, you No, know, that's the thing, Uh, and what it does, and and it's like oh, it's such good. I wasn't super crazy about the design, right? Of the thing when you know finally when it gets to the third act and it kind of goes there, um, I wasn't super into the way it looked. It was just a little too weird for me. But, yeah, like also, I mean, it's an alien, right? So it should be weird. Um. But, man, like, just, God, what a fucking fantastic movie, you know? Yeah. And all he all he does is, like, everything he does is a banger. Like, I, you know, like, Us was amazing. Um, Get Out was amazing. Yep. Uh, and this one was kind of, again, his kind of most straightforward, um, you know, and, and that's not, it wasn't a detriment to the movie. It's just it kind of was what it was. But, yeah, yeah this, you know, I, I, like I said, this kind of was his jaws in, right. in, in, uh, you know, yeah, hundred percent. He knocked it out of the park again, and I, yep. you know, I'm really excited to see what he does next.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was I saw it in the theater too, and the weirdest thing is, I remember thinking, like, why are all these old people here? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. I <laughs> like, forgot that. Yeah. Like, what the fuck. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. Um, okay. So for me, I'm gonna do 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 do. Um, hold on. I need to get rid of some things because. I'll probably
1: do Zero so have some things left. This is gonna be a long one.
0: Okay. Um all right, so I'm gonna do this was a kind of a novel twist on the werewolf genre um that you turned me on to, and that is the cursed. Yes, um, sir.
1: It was my number one for a very long time this year.
0: Yeah, so so basically, you know, this, this idea of these, you know, kind of this Roma tribe getting driven off their land but then burying someone with these set of metal teeth that these kids later on then um uncover and whoever kind of puts it in their mouth and just turns into this uh, ba- basically kind of like a werewolf um so it's a werewolf film but also not um and it just was really yeah. uh just incredibly well done i'd never kind of seen anything like it um yeah so it was it was a really cool twist on uh the werewolf genre and then, you yep. know, anytime you, you you start getting into like cursed objects and, you know, like people who are, you yep. know, uh basically like like getting revenge on folks that kind of, you know, drove them oh, from their lands man. or whatever, like it's always that that's that really sequence. cool. Yeah. That sequence. Was so they awful. Scarecrow
1: the guy. Like yeah. Jesus Christ, bro. That was brutal. Yeah. Uh yeah, and a uh, really great performance by the guy that I call Dollar Tree Jack Stellar. I don't <laughs> know his name. He was in uh he was in Logan. Uh he played Pearson Logan. He's really good uh in this. And man, my favorite, hands down, my favorite practical effect sequence of the entire fucking year it was in this movie. Like this movie was like uh Werewolf movie meets the thing. Like,
0: yeah, that autopsy. Boyd, scene, Boyd oh my god, That's
1: who you're talking about. Yeah, that's about. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the autopsy scene in this movie, fucking. Yes. I was just sitting there, like, slack jawed, bro. Like, my mouth was, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that, and that, like I said, this was my number one uh, for a good portion of the year. Yeah. Um, you know, just yeah, it's, some things finally beat it out at the end. I was going back and forth between this and the Batman for like yeah. number one until the end of the year.
0: Um. Act and Boyd Holbrook was in one of my other favorite movies of the year that I did not add on this list, but uh, definitely worth a watch on Peacock, and that is uh, Vengeance, the, the the movie written and directed mm-hmm. by by B J Novak. So, yeah, yep. highly recommend that. Yep. Um. All right. Well, let's let's then do move on to because the Batman, is yes, fucking, You know, almost three Ooh. hour long. I mean, I oh. was I was never concerned about Robert Pattinson being ne- not at all. Not but at all. you know, we so excited. We end up getting a Batman movie, but we also end up getting a a Batman detective, yep. movie. So you know, and yeah, I mean, people making fun of oh he's journaling, and you know, and it's like you know, well, when you recognize it, like this is him trying to figure out, you know, whether or not this whole crazy experiment exactly. of his,
1: this is year two
0: is working was a
1: brilliant fucking like, way to do it yeah. we didn't get the origin again because who we know like we know we don't need the origin again right how many fucking times have we gotten the origin so like right having it be year two where he's not this infallible you know uh brilliant you know right you know uh, hero you know, character he's still figuring this shit out and so that's like, and people like, all oh, their shit on like, oh, he's emo and shit like that. Yo, like, do you know what this guy's been doing? Like, right and he's still like, this is just year two. So yeah, he's writing shit down. Uh, he's fucking up. Uh, right. He doesn't fucking win. That's my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. And, it, and they don't do the thing. We talked about it when we talked, you know, when we did the episode, we talked, he he, 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 how many times have we seen Batman is just like, you know, he, he's scaring the shit out of the thugs and like he's this there. how many times have we ever seen him be a symbol of fucking hope though
0: yeah and and the way that the the, the way it changes too is that when he realizes like this is not working yes Um, yes exactly you know when he hears you know some of the riddlers guys kind of use his words and he's like fuck this is not what i wanted this to be you know i need to 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 you know change tactics yeah um so yeah. And I mean like, and it's 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 long but god man I just I still Oh, I've seen it so many times. Like yeah. it it never
1: feels long to me. Uh it, it, it probably my favorite like interaction on Twitter that I had all year was about this movie when uh somebody was like uh post a, a sex scene from a movie that doesn't involve sex. And I, and I tweeted the, uh,
0: the Batmobile scene. Oh my God. Holy shit. When that thing, that whole sequence though, I mean, when that thing turns on, I mean, it's used extremely well because I mean, like when it turns on and then, but also like you seeing, you know, most of that sequence is, is shown from the side view mirror of, 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 you know, um, Colin Farrell as the Penguin, where he's just like basically it. it, The movie that they introduced the Batmobile is this beast, and it and it acts like that as it's chasing him down. And then when he thinks he got him, and it just comes fucking roaring through Mm -hmm. those flames. Yeah, I mean, just amazing, absolutely amazing. Yeah, and the Lego set was fantastic too, by the way. So (laughs) of the of the Batmobile. Yeah, yeah. All
1: right. Uh, So next for me, I'm gonna do, um, and this is. It's not quite a cheat, uh, but uh, there's a name or two in here that will come up again later. Spoiler alert. Um, so I'm such a Ty West stan. Yep. I absolutely love Ty West. Um, and he had two fucking bangers this year, which yep. is amazing. Uh, and the fir- I'm going to talk about this one now and, and maybe one later. Uh, mm-hmm. So the first one was X. Uh, yep. I thought X was fucking fantastic. Yes. you
0: know, Especially uh, in a year where we had such high hopes that were dashed. From a Texas, a new Texas Chainsaw. Money.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, you know. and I talked about this with Goose last night. I was like, yeah, I, I didn't hate Texas Chainsaw, the new one. Uh, it wasn't good, don't get me wrong, but I have such a fucking, that's just one of those series where I just can't, I just can't hate them. Like, there's something about them that I, I want to go back to, and the new one was no, no different. Like, it, I, it's shitty. Don't I could not stand it. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> don't get me wrong. It's not good. <laughs> but at the same time, like I just, it's one of those things where I think about it. I'm like, yo, well that was kind of cool. And that was kind of cool. Like the bus scene was, was, was badass. It's like yeah. shit like that. But, uh, but anyway, so X, um, X was kind of his, um, his Texas chainsaw, his, his, his love letter to Texas chainsaw. Um, you know, and everybody in it's fantastic. Uh, Mia goth is amazing. Um, as, as both per, as Pearl and, um, Maxine, um, you know, she absolutely carries the weight of the movie on her shoulders mm-hmm. and the thing, which was, which is hilarious because you almost don't think she's going to be the main character. Cause it's, right. uh, what's her name from scream, right? Jen Ortega or whatever. Yep. And so, you know, it, it, but, uh, just, just these, like just Pearl, the character, you know, is like so fucking creepy, so fucking weird Like, you know, and it's a super horny movie. Uh, You know, obviously they're making a porno. But, like, that kind of being, like, the driving force behind why she starts murdering these people. Yeah. You know, it's because she's all horned up. Like, it's and the alligator scene, like, there's so many great sequences in the movie. And it's so well done because, you know, it it takes a minute to get to the violence. But once it goes there, Jesus Christ, like, it goes there. Like, when she kills that, uh, the director kid, you know. Like just the and just that though, like like the blood like shooting out of his neck and covering yep. the, you know the, the headlight on the van. You're just like, oh my god, she's fucking brutal. Yeah. Uh, and then kind of how it goes from there, like in the pitchfork sequel. Like there's so many good sequences in this movie, uh, and I you know um I watched it again not too long ago because I was going to show um I was going to show Pearl to Goose, and so when she hadn't seen it, so I got mm-hmm. to rewatch it, and man, it's still like I I think I liked it even more. You know this last time that i watched it
0: yeah i'm i'm excited for when uh kind of what's it tri- triple x or whatever it is comes out so i can like maxine. watch maxine. Yeah, maxine okay so i can like watch all three yeah, yeah oh
1: yeah oh that's good oh, i can't wait for that that's gonna be an amazing thing because i yeah like a yeah. uh, spoiler alert pearl's gonna come up again later <laughs>
0: yeah yeah um Okay, so this next one for me, uh I don't remember how I found out about it, but this movie's called uh The Outfit. Um so written mm. and directed by Graham Moore, uh Mark Rylance is in it who shows up will show up in a movie uh my my favorite movie for later in the in the um <laughs> Uh, later in the year, uh, so basically, it's uh, it all takes place in this this guy. Uh, he's a t- Mike Reynolds. He plays a cutter, and so a cutter is a guy who basically makes suits. Uh, um, so he he you know he's a guy who cuts all the fabric, but he also and he makes suits for this gangster family, um, and then they're all kind of like um, scheming against each other um you're not really sure where all of their allegiances lie um Dylan O'Brien uh is in and Dylan O'Brien is one of those guys like I loved him in Teen Wolf and like watching Mm -hmm. what they tried to put him in after that and not have it work but he was fantastic and this is kind of like the fuck up um you know son of one of the, the gangsters um but it's just a really good uh you know as you're kind of watching and trying to figure out you, I, you, you kind of like you know everybody's double crossing each other, but to the extent of you know what extent and you know what that kind of means and and everything is just really, really cool to watch and just a very well done, very smart, well written film. Uh, highly recommend it. Yeah, I, I didn't see that one. Um, all
1: right, so next for me uh, is one that uh, I think we saw it on Shutter again uh, i don't remember for sure um it's a um norwegian film
2: yes uh, we did watch uh, it on
1: shutter okay uh and that's the innocence the innocence yes and man, man when you talk about like what a new mutants film should have been exactly yeah like
0: exactly like this,
1: this movie absolutely floored me you know and and it, it, it you know and, and and I'm not alone. Like even Stephen
0: King was like, "Yo, the innocence is the shit." <laughs> yeah, like, and and to get
1: knows like
0: yeah like, for 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 him to have gotten for the director to have gotten such amazing performances out of such young actors, yes, yes. blows my mind.
1: Yep, but man, what a fucking devastating like Jesus Christ! What a movie, man! Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and for yeah. to,
0: and it was so it it just it. Let it never once was there a scene of exposition? They, they, the, the, the audience figures out everything they need to know about these kids and their powers and all that mm-hmm. stuff just by watching them. There's no, and, Absolutely. and, and it, I mean, there is, it's anytime a movie has that much, res- for me, has that much respect for its audience to where, um, it doesn't feel the need to over explain, yep, everything. Yep. uh is just for me it's just it's always a joy to watch.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, and and it you know it 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 uh just a heartbreaker of a movie. Yeah. But man, uh you know and I think it was like over 2 hours long. It no, was almost, yeah. I, I almost didn't hit play, you know, because yeah. I saw that and I was like, "Yeah, I don't know." But, but once it, once I I was so fucking glad I did. And I, it didn't feel overly long like you said. Like it it doesn't there's not a wasted frame in this movie. No you know uh, uh
0: just absolutely incredible yep yep um okay so for me then i'll do um all right one of the uh movies i saw in the theater had to see it in the theater mm-hmm. uh because otherwise you know, Tom Cruise would have come to my house and oh. jumped up and down. Yes, on, sir. On, on not not on my couch. Uh, so, for how long did we hear that you know they were going to make a sequel to Top Gun, and then going to make a sequel to Top Gun, blah blah blah, and then they would go to make a sequel to Top Gun, and then there's a fucking pandemic and everything, and so you know. I'm not one for people like, oh, you have to see it in the theater. But I'm like, if I'm going to see a movie in IMAX, it's going to be Top Gun Maverick. Because, you know, say what you want about Tom Cruise. The man is a fucking consummate professional. And he will not do anything that uh, he's not willing to do himself. So yeah, when you talk
1: about like being unwilling to half ass something
0: <laughs> like he's like the embodiment of not half assing like <laughs> yeah yeah and so um you know he's uh one of those things where the the technology had to come to a point where um he wasn't you know he 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 had always Said that that he wasn't thrilled with the way that um, you know that they, they ended up. He 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 wanted guys in flight suits and going in planes for Top Gun, but people yep. were, actors were throwing up uh, <laughs> and whatnot, um, and so you know it was one of those things where you know he was um, just kind of waiting for the technology to get to the point where um, he was able to, to kind of do what he wanted. And so, I mean, they fucking had these kids up in, in, in airplanes. Um, you know, when, when you kind of watch like what they did uh, it, this was not just like CG and shit like that. Like, I mean, they were a hundred percent, you know, up in these, you know, learning these moves and, 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 and throwing up as a result of it, like all that shit, you know? Um <laughs> yeah. And, and it was, you know, just such an amazing experience. But also, you know, one of those things where Tom Cruise rightfully positioning himself in the movie as being kind of someone unclear as to where they're they're headed, what what their um, you know kind of role in life is right now, um, and 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 allowing you know Miles Teller and the other pilots to oh, so you know basically um you know um uh take take center stage yeah um, and it absolutely. was fantastic yeah I mean,
1: absolutely yeah absolutely the, the whole passing the torch kind of uh, thing and in Tom Cruise being who he is uh it was a little surprising that you know it, it kind of steered so like directly in that you know in that way like him mm. kind of i'm older you know these these are the new these kids are the new hotness i thought miles teller was fucking amazing yeah I the the guy that played hangman was fucking great yep uh it, it you know the top gun is is a a movie that's been a part of my life since i first saw it when i was a kid and right I, you know i've seen it a million fucking times i watch it every year at least once usually more than once um and so for there to be a sequel, especially now when, like, legacy sequels are, like, you know, I'm so fucking over it. Right. Uh, I'm so thankful that, that Tom Cruise was like, yo, I'm only going to do this if it's the right right story, right? The right, you know, the right thing to do. And, man, it's such a fucking – I've seen it so many – I've seen that probably more this year than anything else that – any of these new movies that I've seen this year. I've probably yeah. seen Maverick more than anything else. Yeah. I've seen it several times. And, like, I could watch it again right now. Right. Like, it's it's that good. Right. All right. Uh, So for me, the next thing I'm going to do is uh, was a surprise. Uh, I knew I was going to like it, obviously, because I'm me. But to 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 see what this movie did, uh, even in a year that was so amazing for horror, uh, was just it just I fucking loved it. Mm -hmm. Like uh, uh, in this Terrifier two. Yes. uh, Watching what Terrifier two did bringing this type of horror back to a theater, back to theaters weekend after weekend and Mm -hmm. and it earning, I don't know what's ended up being like, over 10 million,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: you know, for a, um, no budget, micro budget slasher, hyper gory, uh, you know, uh, no business whatsoever, even being in the theater, but man, what a fucking fantastic movie. What a great fucking time. Yeah, It's not even... It's, it doesn't even... Like, even if the movie itself... You know, not... And it's not a bad movie. Don't get me wrong. Right. But, but man, when you... Everything about this movie should not have done what... Like, it didn't work, right? right. Like, Terrifier 1, it, it was what it was. Uh, I loved it. But, you know, it, it's... It's just this low-budget slasher, you know, whatever. Uh... And they saw a chick in half. Uh, yeah. and that's kind of the thing. Right. And so you go into this movie, you're like, Oh, but they like when they did the, the Kickstarter and, and they wanted 50 bucks for a Blu-ray. I was like, Ugh, I don't know, bro. Like, I don't know if I could do that. Right. Uh, and then, and then once the, once it was finished and the, the word came out that the, the first cut was two and a half hours, I was like, Jesus Christ, two and a half hours Yeah, of terrifier. Like, no, right. Like, nobody wants that. <laughs> like, right. You know? Uh, and then, it, and then, it, you know, it got, obviously got cut down to just, just over two, but still, but then you watch it, you're like, holy shit. Like, that was amazing. Yeah, not a wasted fucking frame. Every, yep. Like everything about it's so much better than the first Terrifier. It it does not. It while it very much, um, you know, uh, it hangs its hat on the uh, the brutality and, and the the practical effects and the gore and stuff like that. And there's an amazing sequence in this movie uh, where he kills the the neighbor girl yeah. or whatever. It's hilarious. <laughs> but uh, it also does not. Uh, it doesn't even. So much as like nod its head in the direction of yo, here is a naked lady upside down.
2: We're cutting it, in half exactly. It doesn't,
1: it doesn't need to do that. You know, right. if We did that. We moved past it. and if, like, right. People that went into this movie expected more of that shit. It it goes, I think, above and beyond. Yeah. Um. You know, it it doesn't it does not kind of hold itself to that shit. It doesn't. It's like yo, we did that, and you know, for the for the first movie, that was a a set piece. That was a, a thing that we did. Right. Um. But we do, like that's not. You know, we're not trying to like we don't need to do that again we already did it you know right. that kind of thing right um just a absolutely i got you know uh david howard thornton is amazing as art he's fucking hilarious he doesn't say a word he doesn't say a fucking word and he cracks me up Yeah, like, you know like just with his like facial expressions uh and then like they have the um the creepy weird mini art kind of his harley quinn oh yeah uh, yeah yeah you know yeah. just oh,
0: yeah she was yeah just a fantastic movie. Fantastic yeah. movie. Yeah, I enjoyed that one quite a bit. Um, okay, so next one is um, you know uh, this an actress who just does not in my mind get the. Um, I already know. I already know. <laughs> you know d- doesn't doesn't get the the props she deserves because of she mostly is in horror movies uh which is a shame because between the night house last year and resurrection this year i mean i don't know uh, i mean and aside from another actress that we'll get to later on (laughs) um i mean rebecca hall absolutely putting in some standout performances both this year and last year, and that is Resurrection. Yep. So, this is a movie about a woman that you are watching unravel in what feels like real time. And, you know, she, when, you know, she, she's put together, she she gives, um, she works for like a pharmaceutical company or something, yes. marketing or something, I don't remember what. Yep. At the beginning yep. of the movie, she's got everything together. The way she. she the way she runs, the way her hair is cut with what seems like a razor, just that sharp knife edge, you know, that she's she's having an affair with this guy, but only because, like, she just wants everything to be kind of under her control. Then she sees, uh... She sees, um... Oh, what the fuck's his name? Um... Uh... Eli- uh, uh- Tim Roth. Tim, yeah. I was like, David Roth? No. Tim Roth? No. I'm like, I know it's a Roth. Sorry, I I was like, David Roth? Eli Roth? I know it's a Roth. Sees Tim Roth, and then she just starts to fall apart because of, you know, who he is to her and what he had done to her in his past. And then as the movie goes from there, you know, as an audience, you're kind of following along up until the end where you're just like... What yeah. the fuck Jesus Christ, is going on? Because yeah. I feel like I understand, and now I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And <laughs> she was just so good, just yeah. so fucking good. And it's yeah, just she's amazing. It just blows my mind, and and just so irritating to me that you know she doesn't get more recognition because of the types of movies that she's in. Hundred percent, hundred
1: percent. Like she's, she's on that list with Tony Collette and like just people who are amazing and giving the best performances out there who get no respect whatsoever. Yeah, just because it's horror and it pisses yeah. me off. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yeah. That one's that one's very high on my list for the year. Resurrection was fucking great. That's such a weird movie, dude. Yeah,
0: but like, it's still it's so good.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Like did he eat the baby? Like yeah. do <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> all right. Uh so next for me is another one that kinda came out of nowhere. I did not watch a trailer. Uh I just heard lots of good shit about it. Uh and that is Barbarian.
0: Yes.
1: Uh, Jesus Christ. And I was a... I,
0: I followed people's advice. They were like, do not Yeah. Like, do not watch anything about go into this movie cold.
1: Yeah, 100%. I had no idea. I, all I knew was Justin Long was in it. I was like, done. I'm in.
0: Yep. Like, that's all I need to know. I didn't even yeah. know that he was in it.
1: Yeah. I, I, you know, and uh, I didn't know Pennywise was in it.
0: I was like... And he was so... And what brilliant
1: casting. Probably my favorite tweet of the year. I, we keep talking about Twitter, I know. But, but uh, somebody tweeted it, and I think the director retweeted it. And it's like, uh, somebody was like, uh, what the fuck? The fuck is his name? Andrew Skarsgård is it? Andrew Skarsgård? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. or Bill Skarsgård?
0: I don't no, know. Bill. Bill Skarsgård. Skars Skars. It's um. Yeah, I, I, I get them all confused. Which everyone was Pennywise, but but somebody's yeah, like, Bill. yep. Somebody
1: tweeted like, I'm watching Barbarian for the second time, and I'm still not sure Bill Skarsgård <laughs> didn't
0: do it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and such genius <laughs> casting too. Yeah. And there's so many things along the way that That's you're just true. like, you know.
1: Like, no matter what, you can you can be the most jaded, like the horror. You've seen everything. Like, you are not prepared yeah. for where this movie goes. I'm sorry, and if you yeah. tell me like you called this shit, you're full of shit. Yeah, ain't no way you called this movie. Right? Like it is fucking phenomenal. But man, the twists and like oh my god. Yeah. Just what a fucking movie. Like. Yep. Like, yeah. So good. Oh my god! Fucking like. It almost becomes a different movie, like an hour into it, and yes, hundred percent, yeah. And, and then, um, Richard Brake shows up, and you all, know, and as soon as he shows up, the movie, I'm like, all right, shit's about to get weird, bro. <laughs> like weirder, weirder, but yeah, I'm here for it. I love that guy, but man, and he's incredible, and he's he's fantastic in this movie. But yeah, I had no idea he was in it, but uh, the minute he showed up on screen, I was like, holy shit. And I'd already said "Holy shit!" probably ten times. Yeah, <laughs> by that point. Yeah, I loved the way that it played out. I loved the the way the timeline fucked with you. Like, yep. eh,
0: fucking what a movie. Yeah, yeah, really. And and you know, and so many, and and also too, because it was like you know that came out. You know, that was kind of the the new hotness. Was kind of waiting for that to hit, and then you know, Smile was also the one they yeah. kind of talked about. It. And Smile like it was fine. Um, you know, it wasn't anything I actually would really care to watch again whereas barbarian i was like i cannot wait to watch this movie again you know just to kind of see if like the second time around if if it you know somehow changes because you kind of know um you know what's what's going on um okay so my next one is um so this is my other colin farrell movie um and that is um the Banshees of Inna Sharon. So, mm-hmm. um, Martin McDonough made one of my all-time favorite movies with Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson, and you know, that is that is in Bruges, uh, which is yes. the story of these two guys, hitmen, going to Bruges. Which I've actually been to the tower uh, that is, you know, kind of plays a big moment in Bruges. I've, I've actually been there. I, I want I wanted nice. to go to Bruges specifically. Because of this movie, I wanted to go to the top of this tower specifically because of this movie. And I was fortunate enough that my wife was going to Belgium for a work trip. And I was like, fuck, yeah, I'm going. So she and I went to to Bruges uh, during one of uh, after her work stuff was done. Um, So, you know, Martin McDonough has just like this wickedly black sense of humor, um, which is odd full display in the Banshees of Inisharan. So it's set in 1920s in this island off the, uh, off the coast of Ireland. Uh, Colin Farrell uh, plays uh, Patrick and Brendan Gleeson plays Colm Doherty. And they had been friends. And one day uh, Patrick goes like he does every day. He goes to Colm's uh, to get him to go to the pub and he's just sitting there smoking. And then he tries to get him to come and, and basically Colm tells him like, I I don't want to be friends with you anymore. I just, I don't like you anymore. And then the movie kind of goes from there. And it's about one man who is clearly dealing with something. And the way in which he's dealing with it is probably not the best way. But another man who is not the sharpest tool in the shed, but, you know, is basically just trying to get his friend back. But the way he keeps persisting and and going about it probably isn't the best way either. And then ultimately where it leads the two of them, just – it's gorgeously shot. It's extremely well acted. And there's times in this movie when you're like, what the fuck? Like you literally – like things happen that you're just like, (laughs) I don't – why the fuck would he do that? Um, But it was just – it's just so – just so, you know – just like you think of some like this this idea of the Irish of it's just like yeah oh, we don't talk about our feelings you shove them down 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 like right. and that's you know <laughs> uh, you know and it's it's just it's just so good it was just so good and and I had been looking forward to it um, didn't see it in the theater but then knew it was going to be on HBO Max so I made sure to watch it uh, when it came out there and just did not disappoint um, and again Colin Farrell was just I mean he's just. Such a good act. I mean, they're both uh, Brendan Gleeson's is also amazing, but I mean, it's just and and Carrie Condon as as um as uh, Colin Farrell's sister Siobhan, um, I mean, and she's she's just fucking amazing.
1: I've got I've got to watch it. I still haven't seen it. Yeah, it's I mean, she's,
0: I mean, yeah, she's, she's great. Nice. Um. So yeah, I highly recommend
1: sure, it. I, I, I need to make a point to get to that.
0: Yeah. It's 100%. it's it's not going to be for everyone. 100% is not going to oh, be for sure. everyone. But yeah. Um uh, because yeah, I mean like like when it goes, you know, when it starts to kind of go, you're just like I I could see it kind of losing people uh, yeah. right around the point where I was like ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah.
2: Exactly. Nice.
0: Uh all right. So I've got um I have one two well the one that I know you're going to do. I've got then, four left. Me too.
1: Okay, good. All right, good. Uh, so next for me, and and when you talk about uh, what an amazing year it is, the fact that I have four movies left to talk about, and I'm talking about this one now, mm-hmm. uh, that kind of uh, certainly speaks to the year that we had for movies. Um, yeah, this is the new Benson and Moorhead hotness. Yep.
2: Uh, something in the too. Dirt.
1: Yep. Uh, one million percent. Uh, bro, all they do, all they do. Is knock it out of the fucking park. Yep, uh, and this is no exception. Uh, it, 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 it's it, them kind of going back to—I don't want to say their roots or whatever. But like, it's—it's it's more of them going back to uh, you know uh, the low budget. You know, it's—it's—it's it's a, it's a pandemic movie. Um, you know, they just made a movie with their friends during mm-hmm. the pandemic. Um, but man, they just—they're just something about everything they do. Just sticks with me for days afterwards. Yeah you know and, and this one 100% did you know when it was over i i was sitting there like fuck cuz it was so good yeah. you know uh but you know and they do like you know not necessarily horror like we talked about it um, they don't necessarily do just horror it's always more sci-fi kind of stuff but at the same time this one um you know this one they kind of leaned into like cosmic horror like yep. you know and the endless did too don't get me wrong but but uh just there's just like it's just there's just one thing and it's like this weird thing.
0: Mm-hmm. And then
1: what they're able to do with like what's what should be such a
0: simple Yeah, like a floating ashtray. Yep. Yeah, you're like, exactly. Yeah, how how exactly. do you get this much leverage out of a floating exactly. fucking ashtray? Yeah. Like, fuck if they don't
1: do it, man. And yep. if, if they make and they fuck around from a floating ashtray and make a movie that I literally thought about for fucking weeks. Exactly. I still thought about it. Yeah. And uh, you know and they don't they don't they give you all the information but they don't they don't hold your hand through the ending. They let you interpret it. You know, uh, I think again, like Spring is probably my favorite one, and that's yeah. the one that most—that's the most straightforward. But uh, but just the things they do with like time manipulation in yep. in you know, and this movie, like man, you, you know, when you talk about like a, a micro budget, character driven. You know, you, you're not even sure you like these people, but fuck if you don't care about them. Right. You know, like <laughs> that kind of right. thing. It starts immediately. It's just like a meet cute, right, between yep. these two guys who just happen to live in this apartment complex. Right. But when, but when you when you really sit and think about it, right, and, and specifically, um, um, Justin's character, it's like there's so much depth, and it's so fucking creepy when you sit and, th- and just just think about. Uh, you know, they just say things, right? But but it makes you like, it gives you that backstory. Where you sit and and once you like, if you think about it, like the things that they're saying, and it's like, this is way fucking darker, <laughs> like, right? Right? Then it looks like, like then it appears to be right, right? And, uh, and then and then the ending happens, and it's like that that just you have so many questions, like. <gasps> Right, you're like, is that what happened? Holy shit! You know, right. like shit like that. Yep. Oh, it's so fucking good. Yeah. Such like apps. I mean, obviously one of my favorite movies of year, but man, goddamn, what a good movie.
0: Yeah. Um. So this next one I'm going to talk about very similar uh, in terms of made by a, a duo of filmmakers. Um and um, you know, something in the dirt did not reach the same kind of cultural impact as this film. But in a movie when you know we had uh, you know, some big kind of multiverse focused mm-hmm. films, the fact that this little independent move powerhouse of a movie, okay. uh, starring you know Michelle Yeoh and a, and an absolutely kind of career for someone who'd already had plenty of career-making turns um, to be given this opportunity, um, plus the return of, of Kei Hui Kwan. Um, oh, yes. In, and that is, you know, everything, everywhere, all at once. So this yep. was a movie, once again, was just like, go into it cold. It, it's it's an action movie. It's a love story. It's a family mm-hmm. film. It, it's a gut-wrenching drama about what it means to not have your parents accept you what it means to try to build a life with someone who clearly wants more and is settling what it Mm -hmm. means to be that person who who is settling and then what it means to ultimately figure out how to come through all that. But then there's time travel and there's hot dog fingers and there's (laughs) amazing fight sequences and a bagel. And I mean, and it just, if (laughs) I were to explain this movie to, to someone, just what I said right there, if you hadn't seen it, you would be like, "What the fuck is he talking what are about?"
2: You talking about? <laughs> but
0: it's and you know, a fantastic performance by you know Jamie Lee Curtis. You know, in in a in a in a year where like I guess you know was just to me done so you know just so disappointing with uh, with, with Halloween ends yep. that this you know was a movie that shows you know just how good Jamie Lee Curtis can be. But all I mean, just it's it's a fucking phenomenal movie that like it 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 just makes you be it just makes you happy to see films because you realize that as 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 many you know cooker cutty cooker cookie cutter movies we get that are all trying to chase the latest thing or sequels or you know 12 15, 17 movie deep franchise films that there's still room for incredibly well done, inventive, heartfelt movies that can 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 surprise you um, and entertain you and make you feel something. And it was just, you know. Just yeah. a joy to watch. I, mean, I, I I missed it when it came out originally. Then they A twenty four was like, We're 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 doing it again. We're releasing it, we're re releasing it in IMAX. And I was like, Oh shit. You know yeah. and I and I made it a point to go see it. Uh, I actually left work early uh to go see it in, in IMAX. Um yep. and it was it was great. Yeah, yeah, I mean,
1: uh you know, like what a body of work. The yeah. Daniels are responsible for, man. Imagine like, like a Swiss army man, which I think is fucking fantastic. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, hilariously heartbreaking, like just an amazing movie. And then, you know, last year, um, you do something like, you know, when I got to see the death of Dick long, yeah. you know, I love that movie. Yeah. Like I'd love that movie so much. It's so fucking funny to me. Um, and then man like from to go from the death of Dick Long to this movie. Right. Like good for them man. Like I'm so happy for them. Yeah. that like that this movie hit because it absolutely deserved to hit. Right. It, like everything they've done has deserved to hit and, and in and it hasn't happened. Uh but out of like everything they've done like for this to be the one, I'm like yeah, that's that's the one. Like yeah. that you know that it, it, it I fucking like I fucking cry every time I watch this movie. Yeah. Uh I've seen it uh several times now. But when when they're doing the 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 reality where uh I I still call him data cuz I'm a, yeah. I'm such a Goonies nerd. Uh but when he's like when he's like uh I would have uh Yeah. ran we're on you
0: know, Laundry with You.
1: Yeah. a Laundry with exactly. You, no matter what? Oh, yep. my God. Bro, that fucking crushes me every fucking time. Yeah, it's so it's good. such a sweet movie. I yep. love it so much.
0: Yep. It's so good. Yeah. All
1: right. All right. Um, so all right, I, only so- have,
0: I have one more. You have one more. Do you want me to go first? Do you want to go? you want to do your last one first? you want me to do my last one first? Uh,
1: We both have the same two, I guess.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, go ahead. You're good. Go ahead.
1: Okay. So speaking of being fucking crushed,
0: yeah, <laughs> this, this was a movie. Um, I I had heard about it. I prepared for it. I watched. I watched Ravenous. I watched mm-hmm. Trouble Every Day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, Cannibal Love Story. I love me some Timothy Chalamet. You know, yes, the Cannibal Love Story. Like, whatever, it's gonna be good. <laughs> and I watched this movie, and. I texted you <laughs> like basically because yep. I had like, um, I basically like, you know, a bunch of time off and, 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 uh, you know, took time off on a Friday morning to watch it. And I texted you and I was done with it. And I was like, I, this movie fucked me up bad. Like, I, and it yep. stuck with me. And that is bones and all. A, just when you go, oh, it's a cannibal love story, but it's not just a cannibal love story it's a love story of two people the cannibalism is there and it's gory and they come across some weird fucking folks and Mark Rylance is absolutely phenomenal in it as someone who um, you know kind of he he's um, he's basically trying to be um, like a mentor to to Taylor Russell by the way Taylor Russell like mm-hmm. first movie as Marin. Just that, that kid, I cannot wait to see what she does next because 100%. she was just lumin, just lumin, luminous, just, yep. I mean, just gorgeous. And just, I mean, just amazing as she's yep. piecing together what she is and who she is based on a tape that her father left.
1: What a fucking, sorry, but what a
0: brilliant fucking like yeah. thing to do, right? Cause the audience like, it is would have been learning... so
1: easy to just tell you.
0: Yeah, and the, the, it, you know? instead, the, the audience is learning about her as she is learning about mm-hmm. her. So we're on the same page. So when we when she finds people like her, she we are also like this doesn't seem right or this seems really right, whatever. But just you know, it, it yeah, it's a movie about two cannibals that are fighting. But what it is, it's a movie about people who feel like they've never been accepted in their lives and can't ever be accepted in their lives. Exactly. And finally meeting someone who feels the same way that you do, Mm -hmm. who feels like they can't ever be accepted, but also accepts you Mm -hmm. and what that means to, to have that. And, and despite the, the challenges of, of, of that and pushing away from each other, but coming back to each other, um, Beautifully shot, just gorgeous colors. The use of light, just the way that they still are able to find open spaces in America now, and oh, where they can yeah. cannot can portray a, a life on the road oh, uh, and yeah. what it would mean to to just be like, hey, we got this car from that last person we ate, so. Uh, you know, let's ride it until the wheels fall off, but and then you know, stay here and stay in this campsite—not a campsite, just a spot on the side of the road. And then on top of that, we know that there's more to what's going on with, with they call themselves eaters. What mm-hmm. There's more to being an eater, and we still don't know because there's yep. things said to Timothy Chalamet where the title comes into play, and 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 where we know that. There's a progression to this condition, and what does it mean though to to go past a certain point? Right. And we don't ever find out, but it just it right. just gives it this this weightiness, and it fleshes out this world. And and in my mind, you will not get a more devastating musical cue nope. selection that yep. you get at the end of this movie, and it like. <laughs> i like, yeah. i'm getting choked up now I mean, it oh, it was know. just so raw and just i mean if it if it hits you the way it's supposed to hit you it will fuck your shit up yep. for days and yep. it was just so good just so good yep yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, uh
1: i don't know how to say the guy luca um guad guadiana whatever the this yeah. is the guy that did um the suspira remake
0: and he and also the suspira... did um, call me by your name which was yes. the other timothy shallon main movie yes. yes
1: uh but the suspira remake does the same thing there mm. there there's a sequence in that movie that i'm still shook
0: like oh, i'm still oh, not. yeah over. i know what you you're talking about
1: yeah like <laughs> and this movie and like god bless him for for taking these swings, and I hate that this movie didn't hit. I hate it so much. Yeah, because uh, it got a wide release, and and you know, good for Timothy Chalamet because he he's coming off of Dune. Yeah, and this is what he does next. Yeah. that's amazing. That's like a, 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 a Elijah Wood level like yeah. stuff. You know, yeah. like like this is what I like. This is what I want to do. Right. Uh, it makes sense to cash you know the check from Lord of the Rings, but yeah. I'm a horror nerd. And, and I'm getting the kind of the same feeling too so much. Like, it, it, you know, he he does Dune, which is like the biggest thing in the world last year or whatever. And it was yeah. a fantastic movie. Don't get me wrong. I, mean, right. right. I love it. Um, and I didn't give a shit about Dune until I watched that movie. Right. I thought it was fantastic. Um, but for this to be like the next kind of thing he does, this intimate, uh, fucked up, cannibal mm-hmm. love story, like, yeah, absolutely love it. And I fucking hate that it didn't do better than it did. Like I guess theatrically, I guess it it, it bombed pretty hard. Um,
0: yeah, but man, but shit I like really that. Hope... I mean, it once. I mean, it's got such critical acclaim. I think they'll be fine. Yeah, I I, I just hope it finds its audience. That's all. I, like, I think I, I, it, that's the thing. It's like, you know, it's just such a frustrating time where people place so much importance on critical stuff. When yeah. I I don't even yes. know. Or I'm sorry, on box office, I, you don't even know. I mean.
1: Yeah, and I don't mean to say like I I, I you know me like I don't give yeah. a shit about that. I just my my kind of thing is like you know uh, that the, the perception this movie failed yeah. or bombed or whatever means we're not going to get more of these movies. That's all I'm saying. Like it, it that yeah. breaks my heart because I would so much rather watch this than fucking uh, a new MCU movie or fucking you know like you know I whatever like whatever like hits like these days i would so much rather watch this than something that made uh 200 billion dollars <laughs> yeah like, yeah you know like exactly yes i agree yeah all right so uh so one more for me my number one for the year uh we talked about it earlier a little bit uh pearl yes it it, it uh when you talk about performances when you talk about people who put in performances that aren't going to be recognized yeah for me like, I love Rebecca Hall. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, man, Mia Goth. Yeah. For that monologue, that one take monologue in this movie. Yeah. You know, even if I didn't, even if I hadn't enjoyed the rest of the movie, which I absolutely did. Yep. That shit floored me. Like yes. I was like, oh my god! Like this is so amazing, and she is absolutely not going to get the credit she's due for this.
0: Well, the the best part about it is how it's it is it's where it goes Mm -hmm. the entire time. Mm -hmm. You you think it's going one way, and then she's just dropping all of this stuff, and you're like, "Wait, (laughs) what?" Like, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: You want to talk about okay, when you want to talk about like uh movies like psycho movies like uh even the serial mom for God's sakes, where like these characters are completely unhinged, but they even they don't realize they're unhinged, right you know what I mean like this was like the epitome like she is so good at this movie uh 'cause i like I said earlier, I loved X I thought it was great yeah uh, my my one issue with x was that uh I I wasn't completely like sold on you know somebody a, a, an elderly woman yeah uh becoming a, a mass murderer because she's horny right <laughs> and then uh and then the the post credit sequence being a trailer for this movie yeah i
0: mean when we found out that he was like Oh yeah! By the way, you know, yeah. I also made this other movie. Yeah. Like, wait, I had nothing what? else to do. We were already there. <laughs> we had the permits. Yeah. So we yeah. just fucking knocked
1: out another it's movie. So good! It's yeah. so fucking good! It's so good! But yeah, just getting the backstory on Pearl and and watching Mia Goth just because she does like she's so good. And in X again, you you'd never think she's the main character, right? So. So while she's fantastic, you're just kinda like, Oh, well, you know, whatever and, and and yeah, she played, you know, two characters. She played Maxine and Pearl, uh, which is impressive. But still, you're like, okay, she's not the main focus. Right. And then by the end, she ends up being the main focus. And right. then um you know, and then this one where she's it's all about her, uh, and she just, man, she just chews fucking scenery. Like yeah. she's just she is fucking amazing. And yeah. You know, the, and and watching this this movie where she is the focus and and watching her get to do her thing, it's fucking incredible. Yes, uh, and every like I've seen it now, I mean, uh, maybe three t- times now, and mm-hmm. I I love it more every time I watch it. Like this this movie, the first time I saw it because uh, I was I was excited to watch it because like I like Dex and I was like mm-hmm. okay and I was looking forward to stuff. I was not prepared for how much I was going to like this movie. Yeah, uh, I had no idea it was going to be my favorite movie of the year. Um, and every time I've seen it since. Uh you know, it's just I'm just more
0: impressed by it. Like every time I watch it. Uh Yeah. I mean it, I would it, I, I would like a movie called Howard that yeah. basically explains no, exactly. when he comes back and then That's she kind of right, drops all this shit Jesus on him and you're Christ. just like and he's like, Yeah, I'll stick around. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like when he comes into the house, yeah like that
0: shit that she has set up at the table yeah bro
1: i would have i would have been like i'm going back to war now right i would so, i'd like,
0: like <laughs> i would like to know i'm like i would like to know why yeah that that's what i you know that's the movie i want is like why yeah. the fuck are you still here dude playing like, <laughs> he's probably like well did you not see the alligator because <laughs> yeah
1: exactly or the, the scarecrow is like bro did you see the scarecrow?
0: Yeah, right. You know, That's
1: why. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, I'm willing to accept a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and like this it is one of those things. There's there's like so it, I've got a, a little personal like kind of thing with this movie that I'll never fucking forget cuz I'll never be allowed to forget. Yeah. Uh but you know I call uh my friend is is Nick, her nickname is Goose and i was telling her about this movie and so like we watched x and then and she'd not seen pearl so i put on pearl what i did not remember was at the beginning of pearl uh pearls in a barn and a goose walks in oh, and right. she stabs that motherfucker with a pitchfork <laughs> yep she's like whatever like, yep and she's like la
0: la la like
1: and so i'm sitting here watching had completely forgotten and when that shit happened, it was like that GIF of the baby who like walks into the room, and was like oop, and yep. turns around and walks back out. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how I felt as soon as that goddamn goose walked into the bar, and I was like, "Oh right, yeah. that's not good." <laughs> yeah, uh, but man. Yep. Every time I've seen it, it's just been more fun. Like, just you know, you know, more fun, more impressive. You know, I I love how, like I said, I love how fucking unhinged Mia Goth is. Yeah. You know, it, it it you know again, she's not going to get the credit that she deserves for the performance she puts in in this movie.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. No. It was it was great. And I mean, and honestly, after watching, um, you know, X, I was like, when they're like, oh, it's about how she became, and I was like, like you, I was like, all right, well, she's just kind of a horny old lady. Like, I don't, what is there to get into? So, but you know, I I. Faith and Ty West and, and Mia Goth, so I was like, yeah, I'll, I'm definitely want to watch it, but I was not expecting to to enjoy it as much as I did because I just didn't know how much there was going to be there. Um, yeah, and it was, uh, yeah, I mean, it did not disappoint. Um, so looking forward to to Maxine and uh, kind of see see uh, how that goes. Um, yeah, I can't wait.
1: That's probably my most anticipated for this for 2023,
0: to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really. I haven't really had a chance to kind of figure out like what is even coming out this year to even know what, what yeah. I'm looking forward to. Um, you know, and there was still a lot of movies that, that didn't, didn't make the yeah, list. So, um, uh, you know, there's still a lot of great films on shutter that, you know, we, we didn't, we watched, but I mean, and, and didn't necessarily make this list, but if you kind of go back through, you know, the, the, all of our episodes for the year, they're all kind of listed in the title there. So definitely, you know, if you're in the, you know, Uh, Looking for something to watch? Um, I mean, obviously you can't go wrong with any of the movies that we talked about tonight, but um, you know some of the ones we've talked about throughout the year too. uh, Definitely, definitely worth watching. Um, So that's it for this episode. I know next episode um, we are going to get into the latest um, Small Town Monsters joint. Uh, Look forward to talking uh, about that one. Jason Um, Eisner also. Jason Eisner's new, I
1: think, new. I don't know if we can talk. Wait. No, never mind. I don't think it's going to be time yet. Never mind,
0: my bad. (laughs) <laughs> so, spoiler alert yep <laughs> but um yeah so we'll have a we'll have a lot to chat about uh for our next uh regular episode which will be um in two weeks so this has been episode 163 our uh favorite movies of 2022 thanks so much uh for spending time with us over this year hopefully uh you've you've been able to uh you know kind of watch some good stuff based on our recommendation we'll continue to bring uh that stuff to you in the upcoming year or so uh have a happy new year Mitch same to you happy new year hope Sorry. 2023 is uh, you know maybe finally we start to get some positive movement on you know everything <laughs> no, I don't have, I'm not holding out hopes you know I, at this point it'd be a pleasant surprise that's so. right <laughs> well, let, let's hope to be surprised exactly uh, but uh, yeah so thanks for hanging out with us we look forward to spending some more time with you uh, in the next couple weeks So, for myself and Mitch thank you again good night and have a good evening